0: Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp, reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball.
1: It's October 10th another another uh absentee effort from from bob woody tonight do we uh i guess we know where he is tonight his his um he's one of his family members is not feeling well one of his children i don't want to name names i mean it's a little bit you know that that might violate some some hipaa hipaa (laughs) guideline but um anyways we're not medical experts we're not
2: doctors here
1: we're not yeah that's also true. We aren't doctors. Maybe they're fine and it's something else that's causing him problems. But yeah, his his wife is traveling uh out of town this week, so he's he's uh he's all by himself uh to to tend to his children and that means he uh his daughter is keeping him awake. Whoop, I just I just gave it away, I guess. But
2: uh <laughs> he's he's free enough to watch a TV series that I recommended to him, so hopefully she's not yeah, doing too bad let's let's talk about that for a moment he you recommended dark
1: uh, to him recently and and how's that going
2: um I think he likes it it's um it is a it's a German TV show that you need to watch in subtitles I watched the first minute um, with dubbed English and it was awful um and I quickly switched back to subtitles and uh, it's a good show I would compare it to... Um, I've never seen it, but I've read enough and it's been compared to Twin Peaks, maybe a little bit of Stranger Things. Um, but it's very much like a time travel story. Yeah. I always, I always sort of, uh, you know, kind of roll my eyes when I
1: hear Twin Peaks comparisons, because if, I mean, if you've never watched Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks is, 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 it's bizarre, is isn't it? Quite possibly one of the, yeah, it's one of the most bizarre, unique pieces of, uh, you know, TV or, or, I mean, even in the realm of film, I, I can't, I can't think of, I mean obviously David Lynch is kind of in his own category when it comes to to making uh TVs and movies, but yeah, if you're going to compare things to Twin Peaks, you're really kind of going off a, on a on a on a real unique pedestal there. So what uh what about it it's so bizarre? I have, I have no no
2: concept uh, of what Dark is other than I've I've heard about it. It's um it's about a fictional town in Germany uh that starts off in 2019. Um, and you, it, it looks like a, I don't want to call it run of the mill, but like a mystery with a kid missing and stuff. It quickly turns into, I guess sci-fi is the right word. Sometimes I think of sci-fi and I think of like when the show is called dark, that there's monsters and stuff and there's not necessarily that it's more of a time travel show. And I keep saying that they're very sh- strict. Bob actually just said after watching one, he said, it's like they're making things up and there are no rules. And I said, I actually think they kind of follow the rules because time travel is an interesting thing, right? Um, yeah, but who, who makes these rules? What rules are we talking about here? Well, apparently, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Bob, maybe whatever. I mean, Bob has been known to make up his own rules and to say that this is law. So if it doesn't fit within that standard, I could see him being upset.
1: But I mean uh, – What's what your what's your favorite time travel um, TV show
2: or, or movie? You know, uh, let me think. The one that comes to mind that I really enjoyed the movie when it came out, did you ever see the movie Frequency when it came out? I don't think I've seen that one. Um, I enjoyed that. It was a guy who was able to um, talk to his dad through a ham radio, and and it was because of the Northern Lights was going. It was Aurora Borealis, (laughs) and he found that he was able to communicate with his dad 30 years ago and i would consider that more or less a time frequencies freak frequency frequencies it's got frequency no, it... <laughs> singular it's not plural <laughs> um it's got uh De- not the crazy quade brother the other one dennis quade dennis I'm doing a uh, just a quick Google
1: search on time travel movies, and, and that does not show up on the, uh, there's a little ribbon, of, this is actually pretty cool, um, on, on Google here, I'm asking ask m- ribbon of, uh, of, of, of what it, what are uh, categorized as time travel movies, things like, you know, Back to the Future, Project Almanac, movies I haven't heard of, Predestination, Hot Tub Time Machine. I've, yeah. Um, one of my favorites is, is Primer, have you ever seen that one? No. I haven't. That's a good one. It was it was on Netflix, uh, uh, maybe six, seven, eight years ago. I don't know how, how to watch it today, but it's, that's
2: a good one. Um, I yeah I I guess I don't know if I necessarily it's kind of well I guess why I considered it a time travel it's because he's talking to his dad and in the past and he tends to uh, help him change things but the question is this is the whole thing with time travel right like if you go back into the past aren't you already, it hasn't that already happened. So anything that you do, it's not like you're going to change the future and then vice versa. Like if you go into the future, you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to happen already. That's, yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. I, I think, I think I follow you when you, it's when a you paradox
1: now. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, there's, there, yeah, it's, it's up to, I think it's up to the, to the storyteller to, to have their own interpretation of it. Since time travel is generally a, uh, a concept that we could, you know, say is not possible uh, according to our uh, current understanding of uh, physics and whatever you want to call it. The quantum uh, realm. Sure. The quantum realm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the way that, uh, you know, back to the future did it is one way. Right. And then there's, uh, there's other ways, right. There's the, uh, or maybe, you know, Bill and Ted sort of kind of the same vein. You're saying that in this, in this uh, universe that you are in the of, the, of is it uh, dark we're talking about? It's now? dark. Or right. If, right. That it, what happens uh, the the time it's, travel that changes the past doesn't change the the, it, the the present it
2: everything is is happens like you can't really um you can't go back it's not like back to the future where you go back and then you change something and all of a sudden somebody disappears from a photograph or starts disappearing because there's no butterfly effect no there's no butterfly effect right right because so it would weird. have already so happened. Like if, I, if you came from so the so future, if I go back in yeah. time yeah. if i go back in time in this universe
1: and and cut off my left hand in the pr- if I go back and travel back to the present I, I still have my left my left hand
2: no I, no, I th- I, no I think that if you go back in time and cut off your left hand that that is your present self that when you go back in future into the future to push- sorry okay no <laughs> that- okay maybe not my hand but like let's say I cut off my friend's hand he would have yes if you went back in time and cut off your friend's hand when he was like 10 years ago, let's say you went back and cut Bob's hand off. Okay. 10 years ago, when you went back in time at the time you left in 2019, Bob would already have his hand off because you had gone back in time to do that. That was Bob's past. Okay. Does that make sense? Gotcha. No. Sure.
1: but, but But what if I go back in time and cut off the hand of my other self that
2: I'm seeing yes that, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to do it because you would have already had that hand uh if you were to mutilate your your old self you would already have had right. that because that was your past so i guess that's when the whole um
1: what does what does doc say in the movie the space time continuum collapses <laughs> in, uh, oh that right? bob is joining in bob has joined in is he is he recording you know what's funny? He's joining on time. That's uh, hello. That's unfortunate
2: that we started early and not knowing Bob was going to show up or not. Bob, I've just been talking for about eight minutes about um, time travel. <laughs> oh
0: God! <laughs> you, are you are you recording, Bob? I'm recording.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. So so we're at the point um, where we're trying to just d- d- determine if if I go back in time. And and I, and I see myself and I, you know, like maim myself, like, like, you know, cut off my, my hand, my, of of my, you know, the the third person self. And then I go back and to the present, that's just not possible in this, in this dark universe that we're talking about. Is that right?
0: Yeah. I don't like, I don't like a lot of the way they do time travel in this, uh, (laughs) this universe. Because it's consistent. I want to give you, Bob,
1: I want to give you the canvas and, and the paintbrush. How would you do time travel? Oh,
0: I mean that's that's a huge thing to step into. Less than a minute into this podcast. You seem- <laughs> okay, well, I'll I'll go ahead and give you mine, or,
1: or or Ed can give you his. Go, Ed. Me? Who? Who wants to go first? Ed. Go. I want Zach's. Go ahead, Zach. Zach's. So yeah, I mean the way that I do it, I feel like it's it's um I'm gonna go with the parallel universe concept, which I know Bob, you've you've uh, given me also grief about hate. over the years. Yeah, you don't like that one, but th- no this is good. I like I like going on uh the parallel universe route where once you go back in time, you've basically created your own branch of of reality and there's not really anything you can do about it because you're, you're 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 living that reality and there's multiple infinite other realities that exist and you can bounce around between those I suppose if you time travel appropriately, but that's getting into a you know kind of a you a concept that I'm not necessarily going to be a you know, expert about, but Ed, do you have a, do you have your it's,
0: interpretation by the way, of this? I, or? I, I don't like, I hate that concept because like there's a, there's physical mass that's associated with uh, people and things. And so this idea that like some slightly different decision that's made branches off and creates a separate uh, existence. I, I just, I don't sure. Think, I mean,
1: I guess if you totally, I, I'm again, I'm no, I'm no ph- quantum physicist, but I'm pretty sure, like, isn't it string theory or something like that? I, I don't know.
2: I think you're obviously it's all theory. I think that that if there is quote time travel, it's what Zach was describing as the most possible way. That it's not really time travel. It's just everything, every action that happens creates a new string, and that there's billions upon billions of these strings out there that you could. Considered to be time travel if you went to a different string, it's really not yours though. So, Zach, right. that um, you kind of described one of my favorite books, which is Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Without, I, I've been telling you guys to read this book, and I don't think you ever will, so I don't really feel bad about spoiling it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, so, um, you no, know, basically, I it was a, a documentary. It's it's a book. It is a book written by Stephen King, and it's actually more of a time. Travel historical book. Can I spoil it for you guys? Yeah, please, please spoil it. Spoil it for all of our, our six listeners
1: and and the two of us.
2: Here's the here's the the plot breakdown for eleven twenty two sixty three. Quick, this this guy in present Maine realizes he owns a restaurant, and if you go into the pantry of his restaurant, if you step into it, you go back to the exact same moment in nineteen fifty nine, and you can go there, walk around in nineteen fifty nine, and then come back to the present. And then you can go back again. It's always to the same time. So he recruits this guy to go back into the past and to prevent the Kennedy assassination. And then the plot of it is that um, the past doesn't want to be changed. So the the bigger the change that you try to make, the, uh, the more that the past resists. And at the end, you realize that every time that you change the past, it's creating these different strings and the world basically almost collapses on itself. Well, thanks for sharing what I could have read on on on, it, on the Wikipedia page, but
1: uh, yeah, appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so, do you
2: approve of that time travel concept? Then is that what you're saying? Do, I don't, that you can go into. Uh, I wouldn't presume to have the chutzpah to, uh, to approve of anything, <laughs> um, I I think okay. I think that's probably the most likely that you know they say that time isn't like a flat piece of paper. It's like if you fold the paper on itself, and then poke a hole through it. I think I stole that from Interstellar, by the way. I don't. I I'm, I'm, I don't. Don't trust me to be making up that analogy on my own. We would never make that mistake. Um, so
1: we've got some really uh, serious, uh, heavy, heavy, uh, heavy topics to, to, to touch on today. Um, we're going to get on the uh, talk a little NBA here, maybe talk a little football. Um, I want to start with. Um, this this real serious uh, topic that uh, Piers Morgan uh, tossed out uh, was it last week? It's been a couple weeks at this point, but man, um, you guys caught this right? Where he was um, apparently watching some international rugby, and he uh, he he tweets out on this has been going back to September twenty sixth. So uh, this is pretty pretty much ancient history. But anyways, his tweet on the twenty sixth um, at Piers Morgan: England annihilating USA proves my long held theory. Take all the helmets and pads away, and international rugby players would beat NFL players at either sport every time. Hashtag ENG versus USA. I
2: I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know that they would. So they're saying that if, if you took pads and helmets away, that if rugby players played against Ameri- like NFL players, that they would beat NFL players in American football? In a game of American football. That's what he's saying. I mean, I don't think they have the size. Where are there, They don't have guys the size of defensive and offensive linemen. Is he trying to say that they're tougher? Is that kind of what the implication is? Um, I'm not sure. Because, I'm because, not sure where he's going with that. Um, because pro football players don't wear any many pads as it is. I'm not really buying that, that the pads are some type of shield that, that um, masks any type of uh, softness.
0: Well, yeah, I, th- I... Th- I think it's a pretty bad take. I mean, I think uh, i I kind of see what he's saying in the sense that uh, I mean, rugby players, I guess, are tougher and maybe like pound for pound they're uh, they're more athletic, maybe, but yeah, I don't I mean, yeah, but you said that is is pretty accurate. They don't
2: have a like and Indomit- I'm just thinking and Indomit- Sue in his prime or Aaron Donald or somebody like that, like there's nobody out there on the rugby side that I'm aware of. And those guys aren't necessarily nice.
0: And who's going to cover like DeAndre Hopkins or OBJ. You know what I mean? Like that's just not going to, that's not going to happen with rugby players. So
1: how do you, I mean, no, I mean, I'm I'm not really going to get into the debate of if, you know, what rugby player would, would, would be tasked with guarding uh, or covering any, uh, any NFL wide receiver. I'm sure there's at least one six foot rugby dude who could, you know, if you train him enough, he could probably do it. But uh, I'm not gonna really wait into that debate. I'm. Gonna, I was gonna let you guys do that. But what I, where I go, um, where it gets weird for me is like he's he's sort of insinuating that there's a level of toughness that he's looking for as he's watching sports, and and I just don't think I really care. Like when I'm watching a sport, the level of toughness that I'm getting out of it. I mean, do you guys watch sports for to to, uh, to engage or to watch, you know, toughness being dis- displayed? Is that what you guys do, or is? Uh...
0: I appreciate it. I I. Um... Really? Nothing gets okay. nothing uh, gets me harder than like a good run inside, you know, tough run. Okay, so yeah, so you're <laughs> you're the guy when you're watching the National Football League or or a good college game, um, the the three yard off tackle. Uh, oh man, I Minnesota ran a beautiful, you know, three yards for a touchdown, and it was a tough, tough run, and I loved that. I loved that. Yeah, but wouldn't it wouldn't it be tougher to do it like at the twenty, like, than than at the goal line? Actually, you know what? No. You're right. You're right. At the goal line, it's harder. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You just slam it in there. It's uh, it's amazing. What is the toughest? Vaguely, this is vaguely, this is vaguely erotic. Is that,
1: is that the? I mean, wouldn't wouldn't a QB sneak be be tougher?
0: I th- I mean I think you're I I like the idea of like pulling back and and building up that momentum, and then again just just ramming it in, <laughs> just so gratuitous.
1: <laughs> if we had some sound effects, that would be a, a pretty 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 bad uh, sad noise we'd be making right
2: now. But, uh, but get yeah, our guy, our no, editor, and post.
1: Yeah. Uh, do we so do we do we agree then that the toughest play is is the a, is a three yard handoff at the goal line? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that.
2: QB sneak. QB sneak just QB. seems like it's too dependent on like a couple of guys, as opposed to like yeah. if you need three or four mm-hmm. yards, that you have more working parts that need to be. Yeah, but I mean, to be think there. about it. The QB is is generally the guy who has,
1: if we're talking pads, and I know apparently according to Ed. Football players don't wear many pads, but the the quarterback gonna, is going to have even less padding than a, a running back, right? I don't know.
2: Quarterbacks you wear those flak know. jackets. You guys play football. Are you telling me that those guys don't wear? Uh, I feel like quarterbacks wear more pads. Padding? They always wear. Like yeah. I always remember quarterbacks with, like the flak jackets and all that stuff.
0: Quarterbacks just like out there rodeo barrels these days.
1: Okay, and running backs are out there wearing basically. Yeah, look at Zeke Elliott, a shirt. Yes. Okay. I, I guess I just learn something yeah. new every day on this podcast. Thanks, guys. You're uh, welcome. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> Piers Morgan. Uh, moving along here to some more um, lighter, lighter news. Uh, Clay, Clay Travis or Ellen? Who wants to go uh, which direction with this? Oh which God. You guys pick. Ellen. Ellen. Okay. So, as everyone knows, Ellen uh, is is uh, was was uh, very very public about her. Her uh, appearance at the uh, at the Dallas Cowboys game against the Packers on Sunday—that's now pushing four days ago now—but still still being talked about in the news. Um, she was uh, she 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 had a a um, uh, public uh, on her show the the next day or Tuesday maybe she announced uh, sort of an explanation. You know, I'm using air quotes here. Explanation about why she was uh, sitting next to George W. Bush. Uh, by now, we've all sort of seen this uh, recycled in, in the news. There's been takes. Uh, basically, it's down to two takes. You either think it's really cool that she's friends with with Bush because it's cool to be friends, or you you, you know you or you remind yourself that Bush uh, is generally responsible
2: for war crimes. Um, where do you guys uh, stand on this one? Um, I don't. I think I'm on a third take. Like I, I just kind of see it as I don't say that it's really cool. I think that it's fine. I don't want to killer over it but I can see why people are outraged um because I guess what I said was Ellen Ellen has done a lot of good things for a lot of people but she's also has a lot of privilege and it makes it so that she can sit in Jerry Jones's box and maybe get along a little bit easier with somebody that she probably didn't agree with most of his policies but I think it's um you don't have to be a jerk all the time so um I'm fine with her being friendly enough I don't really care too much about it
0: I agree with that take. Um, I feel like now is a good time to let our listeners know that, that Ed um, was a George W. Bush fan um, at the time that he was president and um, definitely voted for him in 2004. Um, so I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, but but really, ultimately. I don't know if um, I did,
2: honestly. <laughs> you say definitely like you were peeking over my shoulder at the voting booth in
0: <laughs> De Pere. I mean no here's the thing I, I i hated george w bush i feel like is almost as much as anybody um I, I mean at the time i think zach will remember that i wanted to start a website called attackwashington.com washington.com because i was so upset at some of the things he did um but at the same time i i, I agree like you don't have to like kill everybody all the time um I don't think we should be mad at Ellen for it anymore than we should be mad at people for talking to each other. So, so, um,
2: so Bob, you went from that, and now you love Trump. So, who's the one that's in the wrong between me and you?
0: I don't love Trump.
2: <laughs> seem to be agreeing with him, I don't a know, lot. Bob. But you, you seem to be the guy who's who's
1: entertained on a, on a more even more often than daily basis, and multiple times times a day. You are, uh, I think. Uh, Receiving uh, positive vibes in the, in the way of being happily happily entertained by, by Mr. Trump uh,
0: That's correct. I, I think n- number one I, c- I can be entertained by the absurdity of it all. That's my main so- that's my main source of entertainment. The other thing is that you know uh, This group of friends that I that I uh, travel in um, is such an uh, an echo chamber of the Twitter sphere that I just have to kind of provide this third-party take outside of the norm once in a while. So where I where I go um, with the whole just Ellen thing, just pure silence. I love it. <laughs> so good with the so Ellen good.
1: thing. Uh, I I really feel like that you have to kind of put yourself into the shoes uh, of uh, of a uh, you know the LBQT uh, uh, crowd and and remind yourself that uh, if you aren't on your lofty perch of uh, a, a gazillionaire like like Ellen um, your life is surely uh, more difficult than hers I don't think uh, I think uh, I don't know if Ellen forgot that or even care maybe she cares who knows she's uh, she's done a lot of great things uh, I think well, what's in her she career.
0: Supposed to, I, I don't understand what she's supposed to do like not not talk to anybody who is ever uh, harbored a bad thought about that community or what what are you saying? She's supposed to. Well, do?
1: what is the what, what? What exactly did? what is her takeaway from the whole appearance in in the, in in the in the in the in the cowboy suite with with sitting right next to Bush? What was the takeaway? It was a essentially what it turned into was a promo for her show, and I don't think there was any actual. She go with you know social good out of that.
2: Did I, did I miss something? She's a she's a friend of Rogers, and she's a big Packer fan. So it's not like she was there just to get on TV. Okay, okay, but but she was. She was. She got there, got on TV,
1: talked about it on her show for for her monologue, and then it turned into a huge Twitter firestorm or social media firestorm. And yeah, I but mean, that, I don't think... like,
0: yeah, I just think it's absurd that people are upset about like going to a football game and talking to people in uh, an owner's box. Like is she supposed to do like opposition research before she goes anywhere? Like, oh shit, this person could be in this location, and I may be photographed with them. So so oh, let's man. let's
1: go back in time. Let's let's put Ellen in a time machine to go back to uh, forty or so, and uh, send her to Germany, and maybe she can go to uh, a, a, a German soccer game or, or something, and 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 sit next to Hitler. Um. And, and, you know, just to kind of hang out with, with, with old, get a laid off, right? Is that cool, too?
0: <laughs> what What's that law that, that everything, every argument goes back to Hitler? I mean... Right, I don't a really bad... It's a, it's a
1: really bad card to play. Hitler's Razor? Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: No. It's... <laughs> it's not it. But it's something like that, right? It's like every every internet argument. Um,
1: every internet debate uh, goes to well, if it were Hitler.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. here's yeah. Uh, this is my defin- Godwin's law. Godwin's law. All right, go ahead.
2: My my definitive take is that she was invited to the because the Packers were playing, and she's a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. Then she realized that she was blowing up on social media because she got seated next to GW and they were laughing. And then she realized she had to address it on her show. That's what I um, think. How it happened? I don't. I just realized I had the I realized the recording away from me there.
1: I still think it's a weak move on her part, but uh, let's let's go ahead and move
0: on. Well, no, um, but no, hold on, hold on. What is the weak move? What which part? Like when she showed up. Should she have refused to be seated next to him? Is that what what the solution was here?
2: I could honestly see Zach doing that though. I could see Zach showing up and and like shaking his head, uh uh-uh, no, 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 fuck that guy, and then he like walks out. <laughs> like I could definitely see Zach do that. Okay,
1: well I let me see. put myself in Ellen's shoes. I think if I'm her, I do I do what she did at at the game. I'm actually fine with that. It was the uh, the monologue afterwards that really kind of doesn't make any sense. If I were if I were doing it right for my for my cause, which I, I mean, I guess maybe she doesn't care about the, the community of, of her, uh, you know, the L, L, LGBTQ, whatever it's called. Um, if I were her, I would I would um, make commentary about that during the monologue. But nope, they, she comes out and just says, we're all, we're friends. Can't we be friends? You know, I don't know. I just don't, I just seem a little. Not everything
0: has to be. Not everything has to be political, or uh... it, you're right. You're,
1: and it doesn't. She as, she as she proves it, it doesn't need to go political. But then she's taking the high road, like like the uh, ESPN is when it comes to politics, uh, or the NBA when it comes to China. Um, and I'm ready. Speaking to of ready, but I mean, yeah, boom, yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, um, the whole NBA China thing has really kind of gone off the rails, and I don't really even know what to say, other than it's it's you anyway, know, if I were the NBA, I would. Um, I think the only way to do it, you know, if you're the NBA, is you're gonna to have to cut your losses on this and just sort of forget about China. I mean, I don't really, I know, I know it's a large amount of your your pie, but it's not the the whole pie. It's just uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's, it couldn't be it couldn't be life threatening as far as the NBA is concerned if they were to just disconnect from the from the China disconnect China from their user base.
2: Would that really ruin the NBA? I don't know if it would ruin it. I would guess that it's probably a big chunk. Um, but I, I think it's interesting that you get kind of a unilateral response to the NBA, like on both sides of the political aisle that you're getting right now. And our, our good friend, Zach, can you drop in right now, uh, in editing the, the patino? And done. Did he Um, he tweet about this? He did. He said on October 8th. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Read his tweet, yeah. Congratulations to Daryl Morey of the Rockets for standing up for the people of Hong Kong. Courage should be honored. There you go, Rick. I like that. I'm honestly, if I'm, but if I'm being honest though, like what I'm surprised by is Steve Kerr's kind of more muted take on it. Like, there had to have been some type of a pretty heavy-handed direction. What did
0: what did Steve Kerr say? I think
2: he I think he kind of addressed it and said it was bizarre, but I think he really tried not to talk about it, which is he doesn't didn't say anything. I don't think he I don't think he said much of anything. I mean, like I know he was approached. He gave it a no comment. So to me though, that kind of when does Steve Kerr ever give a no comment? I guess would be my question.
1: Yeah, he's willing to, um, I think he's provided a lot, plenty of political commentary over the past few years of the, the Trump presidency. Um, but man, when it comes to China, no comment. Whew. Stay away from that hot, hot potato. Well, I mean,
0: yeah, I don't have a problem with that, to be honest. Like, why why engage?
1: So it's not I mean, the NBA's role to, to be an ambassador for... All of the nonsense that China's done for decades. When they can, yeah. they they can make a difference, but they choose they elect not to.
0: How could they make a difference?
1: By saying no thanks to to to, to supporting or or, essentially, what uh, I, and I I'm going to use uh, what I read on online uh, from another article, but essentially they're allowing Chinese the, the Chinese to export censorship, and I, I really feel like that's a, a, you know, a slippery slope. You get the NBA essentially acting as a censor for China. I I just don't really feel like it's it's the way we want to go as a.
0: Wait, what's the NBA doing?
1: They're allowing China to export censorship. Well, that's a nice buzzline, but what is that? Is it a buzzline? It seems like it's a fact. They are uh, they are censoring their fans. They're censoring fans are not allowed to do. um, They're they're kicking out fans who are uh, have uh, free Hong Kong uh, signs. they're not not allowing. China is. Uh, no, the NBA is is. China is leveraging the NBA.
0: <laughs> in China or in the in, in the, the w- in, in
1: as a, as a global entity. The NBA is
0: oh. censoring this stuff. This
1: isn't just in. Ch- no, I'm sure it, it's okay. obviously more obvious in those Chinese preseason games. Oh. This happened in. And I believe, and maybe I'm wrong. Did I make this up? That these this was happening in in non games not in China?
2: I don't know. I thought it happened uh. at a
1: game in like Chicago, where someone was wearing a uh, or had a sign, and they got
0: well. Yeah, they told I to take, take so it down.
2: Can I yeah. can I comment on um, maybe one of the most trying to toe the line but awful statements in history, which is the NBA's statement on this, which was. We apologize for Daryl Morey's tweet, but we do not apologize for people um, expressing there's something with freedom of speech. Like, what the hell? What the hell does that even mean? Like, because I, I don't think his yeah. tweet was that inflammatory. It's not like he said something like, you know, China's awful and the U.S. needs to invade and restore, you know, and, and install democracy. It's something like stand with the people of Hong Kong. Yeah. So. To me, like, that statement was, I, I'm like, I don't even know what that means.
1: Well, it means they're uh, essentially allowing the Chinese to censor as they as they feel uh, necessary to keep their, their their income stream. The NBA's income stream is being potentially impacted here, and it's large enough where, good golly, we wouldn't want to lose that. And I actually, I don't know if it's true or not, because hard to believe what I see on Twitter, everything, but but someone was uh, commenting how the owners were looking at how it would be a hit to them and then it but it would actually you know if if they were to lose this this revenue um but really what they would do is is just lower the salary cap which you know where (laughs) that
0: goes
2: yeah taking out of the players pockets um takes out of the players pockets yeah i I
0: mean the whole thing the whole thing here is that like this um it's not like a humanitarian crisis right i mean china regime in in general i suppose you could argue is but um, I don't. I just don't see what the big deal is. Well, do you
1: honest. guys even understand the concept of, or the the whole dispute of of what is even happening in Hong Kong? I'm, I'm assuming you don't.
0: What do you mean? Like, why why people want to stand with Hong Kong? Why are there
1: Hong Kong protests occurring?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's my that's my thing. I don't think it's that. It's not that big of a deal, is it? Like, they're they're arguing about who has. Authority to do what in Hong Kong versus like the mainland Chinese government, correct? I mean, correct. I mean,
1: I'll, I'll give you the, the the short story of it. There's basically okay. a, a a Hong Kong politician proposed a bill that would allow uh, the the Chinese to extradite Hong Kong citizens back to China for. And I'm I'm I don't want to speak incorrectly here, but I think it's whatever the Chinese government wants, which seems rather an inflammatory if, if I were uh, a Hong Kong citizen and didn't want to, uh, you know, continue to be repressed by the uh, the Chinese government, which is one of the reasons why Hong Kong exists in the way it does today. It's supposed to be separate from China, as I understand it.
0: But I, it's not, though, is it? It's like, I mean, this is the thing, like, I should know, I should know more to be talking about this. Yeah, we should not- really,
1: yeah, I don't want to get into the gory details because we're surely going to misspeak, but... The they're more line like is... a.
0: It's more like a Puerto Rico thing, isn't it? I mean, like they're they're not. Uh, That's they're a not... weird
1: way to put it because it implies that we, as, as Americans, I don't know,
0: maybe. That's uh, probably about right based on the the things we've done to Puerto Rico lately. Well, yeah. yeah, you're probably not <laughs> far off, honestly. But
2: uh... Hit. anyway, okay. I just read something, so I can pretend to um, to understand about it more. <laughs> I All didn't. Right, I didn't realize that it started because they were protesting against. Like I think what Bob was saying, how their Hong Kong has a little more independence, maybe than mainland China, and that they were going to basically allow extradition to mainland China. But I think it evolved then, like the protest then like the reaction to the protests has become the story where now it's a uh, a kind of a referendum on free speech and the right to assembly mm-hmm. and stuff. That's how I kind of okay. see it. What happening?
1: Yeah, and I don't know what what the laws are around free speech as they exist today in Hong Kong or around that stuff. That's definitely not my wheelhouse. So
0: I mean, the thing the thing is, if China wants to be a bunch of assholes and get like all, all for lack of a better term, butt hurt about this, then I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just absurd. You're not gonna placate them. So if we're saying that the NBA is a bunch of um whiny little bitches about the whole thing. Oof. Then I would agree. I I yay. Oh, okay. I would agree. Um, Why are they they're pandering to China, right? I mean, that's kind of what we're upset about. Whiny
1: little female dogs. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um Where does the term butthurt come from like, anyways? Who uh what does that really mean? I I mean, I know what it means, but like, where did it originate? Like, why did somebody?
2: Seems like a good time
0: to stop the pod. It's a great question.
2: I will. I will say, um, while we're on the NBA, that I was searching um, uh, not Reddit but Twitter for mentions of Jokic, and that's how I came across highlights from a couple days ago. That apparently, whenever I tweet, it links to it, buzzes Bob's phone because Bob seems to be on top of it. If I reply to a tweet or if I tweet something. Like you're very much Johnny on the spot, and it kind of makes me conscious of whenever I tweet or reply to something <laughs> that I know that Bob is going to screenshot it later. Bob, you That's said fair. Bob, you said I think uh, I posted something and it was a reply. It was a video of the Nuggets practicing. Okay. And it was yes. and it was some great passes from Jokic. And at the end, Jokic hit a floater and I replied to the guy who posted it saying that the smirk on Mason Plumley's face after the floater was everything because it was kind of one of those like like kind of like a shake your head. That's such a Jokic thing kind of. And your reply was pervert. <laughs> I didn't like really understand that. That was a, I, like I, his Twitter reply. Or? Yes. No, in our in our group in our group. Uh,
1: uh... I, I wish you would have tweeted that. That would be a much more uh, interesting approach to actually publicly tweet that.
0: I just felt like you got some form of like uh, gratification <laughs> from this, this from the guy that is talking
2: about getting hard watching a, a, a two yard run.
0: Touche, <laughs> touche. Hey, can is we Rick Pitino about...
1: no longer coaching? Is he? Is he done with Panathinakos?
0: Pen- I don't know. Be news to me. Because I just
1: was kind of going over his timeline and he sort of said uh, something to somebody to the effect of good luck. And I should know how to pronounce this since oh, yeah, has got some Greek heritage, but Panathinakos.
0: He will not return to that team. He wants an NBA coaching front office job. Too many garlic eaters on that team. <laughs> <laughs> now it's
2: time to end the podcast i'm going to bed uh, night guys
1: yeah. oh, God, i mean bob bean you can stay up if you'd like and keep keep uh, yammering on if you'd, if you'd like
0: uh i did want to talk about the uh california amateur athlete pay i thought that was well before we get to oh, that and i'm out, that out of here see off, you guys
1: can we um, i want to get
2: bob and ed
0: into an argument about
1: right.
2: workouts wait a Zach, bit. you're gonna to have to resync my audio by the way so
1: so yeah, so just to just to hit the reset button on this, yeah, uh, yeah, it's fine uh, for a couple um, seconds. Oh, you you push the stop button already? Uh, no worries, we'll figure it out. So, uh, I just want to just sort of level set here where we are. So, uh, Bob was going over his, his workout routine, uh, I believe, in the in the group chat, and then uh, Ed came over the top with his his lack of ru- or no, his workout oh, yeah. routine consists of just running, and these these guys kind of butted heads on it, and I want to know. Ed, you think running is, is the way to go, and
2: Bob wants I'm, to just lift that. And, I'm and very you know, get, frustrated here because I'm not saying that Bob and I are arguing over the exact same thing. Look at – Bob is sitting here like – I wanted to paint the picture when Bob came in, by the way. He came in. He's wearing a sweatshirt. He had the hood over his oversized um, headphones, and he had his protein shake, and he looked like he was like trying to make weight. Um, now Bob was like, he was just rubbing his hands together, getting ready to argue me on this. Um, so here's what I said for when you're exercising, running, if you're running like at any moderate rate of speed, you burn more calories per minute running than you do lifting weights. But I also said that Bob (laughs) is probably right. That if you lift weights, it does something to your metabolism. And I read that your metabolism Increases for like a longer period of time after you're done lifting weights. So I don't think that either of us are wrong in what we're saying, but I'm I'm happy to uh, hear Bob tell me why I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, I would. I mean, so I think when you think about lifting weights, you're probably thinking about like eh, I'm going to do three sets of eight reps, and I'm going to take a minute break between each set and uh, do that. If you do, if you're talking that way, I agree. Um, I mean, there's other ways to lift weights that are more continuous motion where you're moving, uh, your body and additional mass at all times, which requires more force, which requires more calorie burn, which is why things like swimming, where you're moving, uh, matter out of the way with your body burns. You didn't say swimming. Um,
2: you were talking about lifting. (laughs) Well, Peter did, I thought. He did mention uh, swimming as a,
1: as a potential. Maybe, you know, maybe it was Peter. I don't know. Speaking of Peter, yeah. he, he didn't join the night. But anyway, S- go ahead.
0: I mean, sw- sw- I'm just throwing out another example. But you can do the same thing with weights. I mean, if you're, if you're moving, again, and moving other objects around constantly, um, that requires more force and, and more calorie uh, energy than just running your body.
1: So Bob is a nutrition and, and uh, health uh, physical health expert here. Is it is it you learn this from your uh, MetaShred University training?
0: Please, please throw in like a rim shot on that one. Well, I mean, is that no? Oh,
1: I'm serious. Is this where you got this from, or is this just your general know know how of of what you've gleaned over the years of
2: your uh, internet prowess?
0: Years of experience. A quick and I'll give I'll give Tony okay. Yeager, a quick Tony uh, three a second Google out. search.
2: Says that swimming has many benefits, including giving you a great full body workout while keeping it easy on your joints. Running at a seven mile per hour pace for one hour burns nearly 700 calories. Must be a tiny person. While swimming at 50 yards per minute burns around 550 calories per hour.
0: Swim faster.
2: I'm out. Swim tougher. (laughs) He's done.
1: All right, bye. Ed. Are you done too, Bob? I mean, I'll talk to you all night, man. We haven't talked in a while.
0: It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, I would say we could talk about the uh, amateur athlete pay,
1: the California if, pay stuff. Yeah.
0: If you'd like to,
1: I'm I'm in for that. I mean, I don't know really. I mean, it's a pretty obvious thing that we both agree on, right? Where. Uh, I mean, even that that whole thing is, is just silly. Like you know, we, we I think we we can all agree that uh, let's pay college athletes, right?
0: Right. Well. Okay, sure. Kind of. I'm more. I'm. Uh, I'm not in the. Uh, I'm not in the. The uh, idea that we should pay them, but I think they should be free to, to earn money, or get money, if people want to give it to sure. them. So and that's what the bill is doing, uh, the exactly. is, is doing in California, or the law is doing in California.
1: So it seems like it's it's great. What I can't understand is what what. Anybody could possibly have against that. Like Will Kane uh, was touting on Twitter something about how this is, and I guess I could read it verbatim uh, instead of just uh, mumbling about it, but he says, Who's going to monitor the endorsements that way outpace market value from Billy Bob at the Dallas car dealership who's a big SMU fan and wants Johnny Football to be a QB for the Mustangs? FIFA fails on this exact issue already at the top levels of soccer. And I just don't understand what he's been
0: saying there. Like, what is he saying? I. Th- Bye, Ed. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> I think what he's saying is that I think the assumption here that he's making is that, um, th- they're gonna have to they're gonna want a paper trail for the these endorsements. So, um, why though? What's what does it matter? If that's what, a paper trail. That's what I'm saying. I don't to me it doesn't matter I, and i don't know if that law says that it should matter um he seems to make it seem like fifa has something along those lines which i'm unaware of but um yeah i just would like to know what he and again maybe i'm just uh
1: too caught up into what uh trying to decipher the will kane machine but it's uh just doesn't make sense to me. Did you hear the the Kirk Herbstreet thing by any chance? I I only heard it on the, the Levitard show. They played a clip, and I wasn't able to find any actual evidence of it. Like I couldn't. I, I wanted to 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 share the clip with you guys, but I couldn't find it. No, I'm not. He's, I'm not he's aware. basically you know anti. He's in the same boat that Kane is. Doesn't really have the same reasoning, but he just was. It was surprising to hear, at least to me, anyways. Maybe this is common knowledge that Herbstreet's anti-paying uh, college athletes, but he's he just doesn't doesn't think it's a good... He's basically Tim Tebow when it comes down to it.
0: Well, I think what's interesting um, is the... I mean, obviously, this is like... It does make the playing field not level moving forward. So, like, you would expect any any athlete with a big name, you know, like the top... I don't know, say top 50 recruits going to California is the way to go for them. I mean, if you can make money in California and you can't in Alabama, that definitely makes it quote Okay, so they've unfair. got a short-term
1: advantage on top of the advantage that California schools already have with their weather and everything else. So, they're, I mean, people go to California anyways without this. True. And then it'll just be better. You know, it would have been interesting if, like, North Dakota came up with this initially because that would have been actually a, a, yeah, good, uh, yeah. a better... a better. Uh,
0: or Minnesota. Come on, Minnesota. Sure, but but I mean,
1: yeah. uh, as I understand, other other states already have have uh, the same bill and in in, uh, in the works. Colorado, I believe, is one of them. So it's just a matter of time before this becomes sort of a a nationwide concept, and it'll just be commonplace. And we'll look back five to ten years from now and be like, "What were they thinking in the past?"
0: Right. I mean, it, you know, amateurism is a quaint idea, but it's not the not the society that we live in. So yeah, I
1: look forward to it. It'll be it'll be fun. Agreed. Um, how can I get you angry here? Um, you believe that the uh, the Penn State uh, racist letter is uh, is fake?
0: Um, I mean. I don't know. Believe is a strong. I have, I have a suspicion okay. that it's. Well, I have sure. a suspicion and, that it might be fake.
1: And to be fair, I, I, I actually, you know, uh, if you reread it a couple times, it it does seem a little, a
0: little <laughs> contrived, I suppose. Um, right. It's it's very like stereotypical, like, uh, yeah. I it mean, hits all the
1: notes. If you were, right. uh, you know, it was almost like an AI uh, learning uh, machine learning uh, thing. <laughs>
0: Read a right. bunch of
1: of tweets of a Twitter uh, of a of a Trump yes. supporter, and yes. and and came up with that. Exactly. So it it does a little seem a little suspicious, but uh, yeah. What's interesting is mean, I don't think we'll ever really know who Dave Peterson is because it's such a bland name. that it's not. I really can't.
0: A, I I was actually just going to ask, like, did anyone try to hunt this person down? Because it seems like it should be doable. I actually
1: spent about two minutes uh, when I first saw the tweet trying to google dave peterson on you know you know doing some google maneuvering and i didn't really get very far because it's oh
0: here we go i got okay here we go um a johnstown man um a 1966 penn state graduate in speech pathology said he did send a letter to player jonathan jonathan sutherland there you go wow so yeah
1: and wow, they, so, he's proud of it. He poses for the for the camera and everything. Okay,
0: <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, this making is weird. a ra- making a racial or cultural statement was not the intent at all. I would just like to see the coaches get the guys cleaned up and not looking like Florida State and Miami guys. Wait, I mean,
1: I'm not sure if you're reading the same thing that I am, but I'm reading the John the, the the tribdem.com, the Tribute Democrat of Graeme yes, Johnstown. that's the one.
0: That's this is the one.
1: great. The, it says in the lead, he loves to visit Africa. <laughs> what? We're just really loving Africa, he said. We enjoy meeting the people. The African people are wonderful.
0: Oh Jesus! That
1: is that is amazing. Oh man! You can't make this up.
0: <laughs> um... Oh, he did! It's... Wow. Okay. He, he's he's done some, he's done some stuff in the past too. Yeah, I'm kind of Uh, (laughs) skimming over this.
1: Attempts to reach Peterson on Wednesday for a follow-up interview were unsuccessful.
0: He penned a letter published in August 2011 um, in reaction to a mini-page feature in the newspaper that was designed to educate children about Islam. He said the choice to publish the page showed complete and utter lack of respect. Okay. Wow.